Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hey chickens, still barreling through your thoughts, your theories, your takes on the 360th anniversary specials starring David Tennant and Catherine Tate. Um, I know I I said I was going to talk about Bernard Cribbins a few episodes ago, um, but it's just too much to deal with, isn't it? Like, I... Oh, it was just, it was a beautiful moment. He's just a legend. And um, and now we're going to move on to the giggle. Because um, <laughs> uh, I got an email from Kim. Now, Kim was sending me these emails uh, on a Sunday night. Um, because that was, or Monday morning, I think. Um, but she uh, says here, I'm writing this on Sunday night because I randomly woke up at 6.15am and I had my theory um, which was, I think she had a theory that there would be, it would be a multi-doctor story. It would be more than one doctor, but it would be the new doctor and the old doctor, the 14th and 15th doctors together. And she was absolutely correct. Um, and then said, which after I thought about it a bit, I couldn't get back to sleep. So I thought, well, I may as well watch it now. And then I won't have to avoid spoilers all day. Uh, firstly, how brilliant is Neil Patrick Harris? I mean, I knew that already, but he was awesome. Perfect mix of menacing and ridiculous. P.S. Anyone who enjoyed him in this needs to check out him out in Lemony Snicket on Netflix. Lots more accents and weird costumes and wigs. Yeah, I agree. Like, I again, I know I've said this a few times, but I think about Neil Patrick Harris, the 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 actor or the entertainer, really, for want of a better word, um, about the identity, the personality. And I forget about that he's also an actor and that he inhabits characters. And, like, it looks like him, but then it's... He's playing someone... It's... Yeah, he's just so great in this that you kind of... I feel like this was almost the the character that um, maybe John Barrowman... Um, was meant to kind of fulfil. But he's always still John Barrowman. (laughs) 
Like, you know, Captain Jack is John Barrowman kind of occasionally being serious. Um, but this character is just, oh, amazing. Um, uh, Kim says, a note on his varying accents, German, French, English, American. Did the original Toymaker have a racist accent? Maybe it was a nod to that then. Um he wasn't that so much that he had a racist accent. He wore a racist costume. Um, <laughs> and I I wonder if, you know, that episode was called The Celestial Toy Baker. And there's been a lot of debate online recently about whether that was intended as a racist term uh, or whether it was meant to be like in outer space. Um, I mean, it's kind of brought up in this one, the celestial bit. Uh, but he was wearing like... Amanda an outfit as if he was meant to be, um, you know, of a different race, but still played by a white white person because that's what they did back then. Um, but yeah, I think that was kind of because there was a, a couple of racist moments as well as just the accent. There was the, you know, the way he he spoke to that guy who came in who was John Logie Baird's assistant. Like that was, you know, that was a kind of really grotesque, casual racism very early in the episode. But I know it was set in the 30s or 20s or whatever it was, so it's kind of like, you're like, oh, yeah, well, maybe. Um, but, yeah, that's a whole uh, other thing. Um, uh, everyone started thinking they're right, using your intelligence to be stupid, comment on social media, arguing and trolls much. Oh, I, absolutely. That was exactly what was going on. And I feel like... That wasn't just because of the wider world that we live in, but I think it was kind of pointed at some of the corners of fandom that have been very vocal and angry about uh, the more progressive elements of the show um, in the last few years and deciding that the show's gone too far. Uh, you know, there's been people saying that, you know, that, that Doctor Who shouldn't be poking its nose into environmentalism and it's like um that's been happening since i was at school uh and i am 53 now um am i 53 already uh i don't know i, I don't know what day this episode is going out but anyway at some point in when i when i escape this bubble of time i may be 53 or on the cusp um which is you know i call that my special mariah carey age um, it's a long story. There was a Mariah video where she was talking about, uh, you know, about seeing her name in the charts. She's like, you know, the thrills come in stages. It's like the first time you see your name in number one in the Billboard chart. She goes, the first time I see your name at all, you're like, oh, number 53. Anyway, um, and that's how old I am now. Uh, <laughs> or will be. I mean, it's how old I will be while I'm recording this, but maybe when you're listening to this, I am already 53. Or you've only found this podcast in like 2027 and you've decided to go back through all thousand episodes that exist or more. And uh, hello, welcome. Uh, I'm sorry, you've had to put up with all this weirdness and you're like, oh yeah, no, there was an episode last week that debunked all of this. Imagine that. Imagine going back to this podcast. <laughs> After having watched something, which was probably happening now because you've all seen The Church on Ruby Road and it's maybe something's happened in that, that is uh, everything I've said now is just bonkers and bunkum. Anyway, um, <laughs> Kim's email. <laughs> uh, thank goodness for Donna. 
and the different way her brain thinks. How many times has she saved the universe now? Oh, far too many. She's very important. Um, Kim said, I think I said after last week's episode that the doctor needed a therapy session, but probably not with puppets. (laughs) That was a lot. And I love that that's become a meme now that, well, that's all right then. Um, Which I like that is such a kind of, uh, a catty and interesting thing. Like, is that is that having a go at the previous writers, or is it uh, having a go at the? It's it just felt like a weird sort of you know like the doctor equivocating people barely surviving, or surviving in some kind of weird form as like well you know if you think that's fine then that's fine. Um, but it was all the it was all the poor Moffat. <laughs> assistance like where where was where was the rose oh rose is stuck in a, a another dimension with someone who looks like the doctor well that's all right then and martha got no doctor well that's all right then uh anyway poor martha um but yeah that was uh that was interesting um who is the one who waits? Will this be this season's big bad? I don't know. Is it going to cross over with the Marvel Universe where um, the one who waits is the future Kang? No, probably not. Uh, Spice Girls! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Lady dancing emoji! <laughs> Um, celestial, nice reclamation of the word. Uh, and finally, the two doctors love heart eyes. <laughs> um, Kim says, uh, they always talk in therapy about talking to yourself as you would a friend. How brilliant would it be to have an actual hug from yourself? You've got to hand it to Russell T. Davis. Everyone was wondering how they would cope with losing David Tennant again. And he's like, oh, maybe you don't need to. Um, and I think I spoke about the Doctor keeping on running so he doesn't have to deal with his past. And now he finally gets a chance to sit with it. Yes, Kim, you mentioned it in your last uh, letter. This is great. Um, and now they can talk about what's happened together. And I saw on Twitter that as 10, he said that living a life day after day, the one adventure I can never have. Uh, and now he can. A happy ending after all. Oh, my God. And there's, like, the big eyes filling with tears emoji. Um, and hats off to Shooty and to Russell T. Davis for having him run around pantsless. Um, <laughs> he was brilliant and different and perfectly the Doctor all at once. Bring on Christmas. Well, we've already had Christmas, but I, um, I haven't had it yet. Because <laughs> I'm in my time bubble. Um... But uh, I did reply to Kim saying, you know, I find it weird that everyone sort of is surprised that, you know, the Doctor Who is amazing again or that, you know, it was like it hadn't been on for years. And Kim said, yeah, it's weird, everyone, isn't it? How everyone's acting like it's a shiny new toy and we've just been here enjoying it uh, immensely. Um uh, and she says, I think there was a lot of backlash for Jodie as the Doctor. So, potentially a lot of the old fans, in inverted commas, are like, oh, back to when it was good. Um, and she's like, well, no, goodbye them. Jodie was awesome. <laughs> I know that David Tennant is a lot of people's favourite Doctor. So, it makes sense for everyone to be excited that our favourite Converse wearing alien is back running around. And with Donna, another fan favourite. Um... 
from a story point of view, these three have felt more like those five specials they did in David Tennant's final year. Loosely linked, but more of a little taste rather than a full season. I really enjoyed them. Each ep has had its own feel, working well by itself as well as part of a whole. Resolving the Dr. Donna Metacrisis will have made a lot of fans happy, and I can imagine I'm not the only one who shed a tear when 14 stated, I've never been happier, my, happier in my life sitting under the wisteria. Aww... Uh, she also says, uh, I think it's worth pointing out on that note that Jodie's doctor introduced the idea of the fam and this doctor is just running with it or sitting still as the case may be. (laughs) Uh, all right, we'll continue on with your thoughts on the giggle in the next episode. are on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.